You are listening to the Full Swing Podcast with Dustin Sortum, Noah Wilcox, Luke Jacobson, and Landon Scheffler. Uh, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the Full Swing Podcast. I'm Dustin Sortum, joined alongside Noah Wilcox, Landon Scheffler, and Luke Jacobson. <laughs> Noah always does that. God. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, stop laughing. It's not funny. <laughs> what did he do? I didn't even hear. He always interrupts Dustin on the intro, and it, it pisses me off. <laughs> anyway, guys, welcome back to another podcast. As you guys know, you can listen to us anywhere where podcasts are available. Uh, iTunes, Anchor.fm, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, anything. And actually, this episode is sponsored by Pocket Cast, so make sure you guys go check it out. Go check out Pocket Cast right now. Don't hesitate. Well, actually, finish the first and then go do it. Well, I mean, they'll be listening to us on Pocket Cast or anything else, but yeah, go check out Pocket Cast. Get our views up on there because you guys already know you like the podcast. It's it's the best podcast, and when we're all together next year, it's going to be even better. And we're going to have a website. Hey, and if you do, hmm? if you're listening to the podcast and you go check that out, if you see me on the street, say the word monkey and I'll give you a hug. There you go. <laughs> a little extra incentive. <laughs> they got to know the code word. I can't just have people coming up trying to hug me and stuff. I'm a monkey. loyal man. Anyway. Anyways, guys, I want to welcome our fourth member finally after dodging us oh, for how many months? He's finally here. Finally- Landon Scheffler. I bought a new computer and a microphone. I hope it sounds good. Love you guys. <laughs> and, God, I'm uh, so excited to be here. Like, wow. It, it feels good, doesn't it? Justin, are you trying to talk? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I don't know. I just kept trying to interrupt you. <laughs> All right, guys. Anyways, we do around. have a fifth member joining the full swing, but right now, uh, we're not going to announce who that is. We're going to wait till he can actually come on the podcast, but just know that, that my dog. It, it, it's gonna be good it's gonna be good either way but we do want to get into our first topic of the day and this is something that the barstool sports tweeted out and uh it was kind of an it was kind of an interesting story so um this guy was dating this girl and um this guy's mom got a divorce with her you know with the with the guy's father well, anyways, um, this guy's mom was introduced to this guy's girlfriend's dad, and they ended up getting married, and now this guy is dating his technically stepsister, and the now mother and father are trying to break them up by, like, saying, hey, go tell your sister to come downstairs, uh, and stuff like that. So I want to throw this around the table. I'll start with I'll start with Landon since he's the since he's finally here. Landon, is this weird or not? And should they stay together? Guys, guys, love finds a way, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like, I understand why it's weird, but I mean, they were dating before the parents did. I don't know why the parents have a problem with it. Like, y'all did this. You're the reason this is happening right now. I don't know. I, it's weird, but I don't think they should break up unless they actually don't want to be together anymore. All right, Noah, what about you, man? What's your thoughts on this? Um, 
<laughs> I don't think that they should. Like, I, I'm more mad at the parents. Like, you know that your kids are dating and you're like, hey, I bet you this is a good idea. Why don't we get married and make things really awkward for them? To me, that's weird parenting. But um, it's all right, you know. But any other, like, circumstance where, like, two people get married and the son and the daughter or the daughter and the son are like, we should start dating now. That's wrong. Um, that's honestly percent wrong. That's bad parenting. Like, you should just know as a parent, you don't date the parent of your kids. What? You know what I mean? Your kids, um, I don't even... Like, as a parent, you should know not to date your kids who are there in a relationship, their parents. Like, you just don't date them. That's weird. The fact that they would think that was a good idea. Luke, what are your thoughts on this, man? <laughs> so, I'm kind of on the bus with everybody else. That The fact that... So, the kids were dating before, and... There's nothing wrong with that because obviously they're not family yet. The parents are the ones that really messed up. Like, yeah, cool. You can be friends with your kids, um, I guess, like boyfriend or girlfriend. But if they're dating somebody, there is no excuse for you to go over <clears throat> and start dating their, their, their parent. That makes absolutely no sense to me. Like, what goes through your brain and... Like, how do you expect people to be okay with that? Like, they're going to be like, oh, no, the kids are dating. That's weird. Actually, no, it's on the parents that did this. So, I mean, in this... Do they live together a wedding. Now? Oh, jeez. Dude, they probably live together now. Like, their girl... Like, this dude, dude's girlfriend's room is, like, right down the hall. That... That's what I was thinking. Like, the worst part for... Like, the weirdest thing out of this whole situation is now the parents are making a joke out of it, and they're saying, hey, go tell your sister to come downstairs. Like, supper's ready. They're trying like, to, like, break them up. Like, what? Exactly. That's just, that's so messed that's up. I like, know that should work. It, if, if they do live together, they to, like, break married. Up. It's another to, like, say, hey, go tell your sister to come downstairs, or go tell your brother to come downstairs. Like, what? Dude, if they break up, they're going to be living together. <laughs> Dude, um, that's like um so you know how the parents are trying to break them up what if the son was like hey bro yeah dude i just smashed your just smashed my girl stepdaughter best what? sex ever and then he, bro that's my daughter and you're like well you're in my house son i can do whatever i want <laughs> just sitting at the table like sitting next to the dad like yeah you see that girl over there <laughs> getting the cereal I did that. <laughs> oh wait, they should make jokes back. That's what they should do. Dude, honestly, those parents, hey, the parents go. need to get divorced and they need a breakup. That's that's completely. How long did the parents even date? Or like, how Imagine long until they got married? I don't know. By the article, it seemed like it was pretty quick, though. To be honest, hey, you know your dad. Their parents. Hey, you know that. your dad. You know my ex stepdad. Yeah, him. <laughs> these two they these two they're dating the the mom gets a divorce marries her boyfriends or whoever it is dad then they end up getting a divorce after they go through the wedding and now they have to go through a divorce and then when the guy's like hey um 
I'm going to have to ask your dad if I can marry you. <laughs> Imagine that conversation. Oh, I got another weird scenario. Imagine if this all works out, like the parents get over it and like these couple, these kids have like a great relationship. How do you explain grandma and grandpa oh, to the kids? Geez. <laughs> oh, jeez. Why do they have this? Why do both parents have the same grandma and grandpa? <laughs> like the well, kids aren't even good. The kids aren't even going to know. Like that's just going to be normal to them. They're going to go to school no. and be like, well, they're going to be like, yeah. I mean, you still have the real father and the real mother. Yeah, but usually if you have, like, a divorced parents and they both get remarried, you have, like, a grandma and grandpa over here, grandma and grandpa over here, and then, like, you have, like, four sets. You know right, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you only have three. Yeah. And- True. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine yeah, so if the, weird. the people that got divorced got married. What? So, like, say, like, oh, girl, like the other pair? dad marries boy's Bruh. mom, but boy's uh, dad <laughs> marries girls. Bro, Mom. these kids probably be like, I hate our parents so much. <laughs> They're the worst. <laughs> They're the absolute worst. Just like, you know what? This, family this, like, this is no longer hole. a family tree. It's a family twig. It's going straight up and down now. <laughs> this the parents aren't even like, yeah, we don't even like each other. We just thought it'd be funny if we got God. married. <laughs> Jokes on us, though. You guys got us really good. Uh, so see you at Christmas. And every other Christmas. day of the week, because we live in the same house. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my god! Anyways, guys, I think that's gonna wrap it up for this topic of uh, <laughs> this edition of stepbrother and stepsister. We're gonna take a quick little break. When we come back, who is the greatest spot up shooter of all time, and who means more to the Warriors, Steph Curry or Clay Thompson? We'll be right back here and- on the Full Swing Podcast. Welcome back to the Full Swing Podcast, guys. We always like to start start out with something funny and humorous to begin the Full Swing Podcast. Now we're going to jump into sports, which is our favorite subject, and t- kind of talking in the stream tonight with Landon, and got a good discussion started up. Who means more to the Warriors, Stephen Curry or Clay Thompson? Let's throw this around the room. Luke, I'll start out with you this time, man. Start out with me because you thoughts? know I kind of know Warriors about basketball. <laughs> Um, so I got a question for you guys before I actually start talking. Okay. Um, who was on the Warriors first? Was it Clay or was it Steph? Steph was on there first. Steph. And how long was he on the team until Clay got there? I'm going to have to do some research on that. I don't know about that. I'll tell you in two seconds. Maybe not two, two seconds. Ticks. Don't time me. Don't time me. Don't anyway, do it. I knew you were going to do so, it. So, obviously, I know the Warriors did not used to be good, like, at all. Like, I remember watching ESPN when I was younger, and it was like, who's Golden State? And now, since they're, like, really big, I mean, Steph, the thing about him, it kind of makes me mad. He's he's kind of like a James Harden. He kind of tries to put the team on his back all the time. Doesn't always work. And Clay's just kind of, like, he's obviously really good, and he's, no, I'm not saying he's kind of in the shadow of Clay or of Steph, but he's a lot more. Uh, what's the word? I guess humble about it. There you go. Yeah, he's a lot more humble about it, and because uh, what was the last time he had like? I remember hearing he had 43 points on four dribbles, and then didn't he just hit 
uh, 10 threes on three dribbles, Landon? Uh, yeah, 10 <laughs> three-pointers three in a row. In a row. On, I mean, Steph is a crazy good dribbles. player, obviously, but I feel like Clay is more of a team player, and he's not so, I guess, showy about it. So I honestly think Clay means more to the Warriors than Steph does. <laughs> All right. Interesting also, take, Noel. Uh, Noel, throw it oh, around my, to you, man. What's your thoughts? My bad. I just want to throw this quick fact in there. Uh, Curry got there in 09. Thompson yes. got there in 2011. Okay. <sighs> All right, Noel, what about I you, man? I guess it's my turn then. Okay. Well, okay. hang with me on this. But I don't think... You have Steph Curry without Clay Thompson. I don't think you have Clay Thompson without oh. Steph Curry. Because together they make the splash bros. But the real heart and soul of this team, man, has got to be DeMarcus Cousins. <laughs> Boogie Cousins. Honestly, DeMarcus Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Steve Curry. I'm just you kidding. You are a literal politician. Thank you, thank you. I plan on running for president sometime. Vote for me, twenty thirty six. Vote for me. Um, I see. I don't know. Clay's more of a fundamental, and more of like kind of like a silent sniper. And Curry's kind of that flashy, gets a lot of publicity. You know, everybody likes him. Everybody has his jersey. But honestly, I couldn't even tell you which one. I guess we're going to find out when Clay becomes a free agent. We see what they do with him. They re-sign him or if he parts ways. I bet he I takes a pay cut. Then. I can see that. I'm pretty, com- I could, I'm pretty confident he'd take a pay cut Yo, to stay Clay? with the Warriors. He loves it on the Warriors. Like He doesn't yeah, even care if he's a star. Like He just wants to win. Yeah, Clay. And to me, that's like... It, that's, reporter- that's like the... Yeah the true meaning of like a true player, you know, obviously they're really good and he wants to stay really good. So he will take the pay cut and just kind of like almost work in the shadow so much, but still help the team very much. So. All right, Landon, what are your thoughts, man? Um, going back to what Noah kind of said, about you wouldn't have Curry without Thompson and you wouldn't have Thompson without Curry. I think I'm going to say Curry is more important to the Warriors than Clay, Just because uh, we talk about how Clay 43 points on four dribbles, 10 points on three dribbles. The reason he's able to do that, like, I don't think he'd be able to do that on any other team. Because the reason he's able to do this without dribbling so much is because teams are like, all right, we got to shut down Durant and we got to shut down Curry. And we, when you have... A lot of your defense focusing on those two players that allows you to kind of blend into the background and find your shots when you can. And we're going to talk about this later. As just a spot-up shooter, Thompson is right now obviously the best in the league and maybe the best ever. Like He can kind of just chill in the background, let defenses focus on Curry and Durant and just find his shots, and he knows when to take them, and he knows when he's feeling it too. But I think Curry's more important than Thompson. Interesting. All right. I like your guys' takes. For me, I'm going to say that Steph is the most important player on that team. 
I think if you take Steph Curry out of the equation, I'm not too sure the Warriors can win a championship without Steph Curry. Personally, to me, if you take Clay Thompson out, I think that team still is a clear front runner to win an NBA championship. Because for me, I don't know if I can fully trust Kevin Durant right now. Like, he couldn't do it in OKC. And I just, I don't think that he's quite that leader in Golden State. I mean, obviously, he's he's the star, but I think Steph Curry still leads that team overall. And if you take Steph Curry out of the equation, uh, I think that's a whole different ball club. Not saying that they're not good, but it's a whole different ball club. And and like adding on top of Landon's comment, Clay gets those shots because of Steph Curry, because of Kevin Durant, because you have to double team those guys sometimes, especially when they're hot, and that leaves Clay Thompson wide open. And um, it just, I, it, Clay feeds off of those two. And so I think without Steph Curry, um, you, you don't have as an effective Clay Thompson to me. So for me, the most important player is definitely Steph Curry in between those two guys. But our second topic that we were going to bring up was who is the best spot-up shooter in your eyes of all time? I'm going to throw this one around. Noah, go ahead, man. I'm going to let you go first. Who is your number one spot-up shooter of all time? I mean, we kind of already hit on it. Clay Thompson, you know, averages 22 points a game. It's a toss-up between him and Harden, but to me, Clay is more uh, consistent with his shots. Um, earlier, we talked about uh, Harden making five three-pointers, right? Out of, like, 20? 20. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just consistency. Um, Percentage-wise, 38%, not bad. So, personally, I think it's Clay. All right, um, Landon, what about you, man? If you would have asked me before this season, I probably would have said Ray Allen. Like, before Steph Curry, Ray Allen was the best shooter ever. But after this season, like, Thompson just kind of, like, every game he just cements it more and more, <clears> just <throat> scoring all these points without dribbling. and It's all of a just catch and shoot, catch and shoot. Um, Another player, I don't think, He's the best. I might put him in my top five that people usually don't think about. It's like Kyle Korver. I uh, am a Celtics fan, um, just for the podcast to know and stuff. So I watched Kyle Korver last year in the Eastern Conference Finals. This dude would just come off screens, and he would have like half a second to get the shot off. I swear, he would come off the bare minimum of a screen and just quick quick release, catch and shoot. So I don't think Kyle Korver's the best. I thought I'd just throw him in there just to add a little spice, but I think I'm going to go Thompson and close second behind Thompson is Ray Allen. I don't yeah, know if you guys me. remember. I remember watching this game live back when Ray Allen played for the heat and he hit that, uh, he hit that corner three to tie it. That might be one of the clutches shots in NBA finals history. That was so clutch that saved the series for the heat. And I was super salty about it too. Cause you know, Ray Allen was on the Celtics and he went to the Heat, but that was some clutch stuff. But I, long story short, I kind of dread you know, this out. But Thompson, I was, close second. I was Ray listening Allen. to what Landon was saying about Ray Allen being right, number Luke, one. What about you? And I, this is only going off of three point three pointers. Okay, for spot up shooting, his percent Ray Allen's percentage was four hundred, 
like he was a 400% shooter. And <clears throat> I guess 40% overall, like in his career. Right now, Steph is at 437. And when Landon said Kyle Korver, that really caught me caught my eye. So I had to look him up. And he's at 431. But when Noah was talking about Harden, we were listening listening tonight, and or I was listening, and five for twenty. But the only re or one of the main reasons I want to say the only reason the main reason that he gets so many points is because he gets to the free throw line so much. He went twenty two for twenty five tonight. So I mean, yeah, he's good, but I don't think I'd put him up there. Ray Allen definitely up there. I mean. Like Landon said, I used to watch basketball all the time when I was younger. I kind of strayed away right. from it until, like, playoffs time. But Ray Allen is really good with Steph Curry in a close second right now. But in between those two, it's got to be Clay. Watching him this year has been absolutely nuts. Yeah, I, th- I think my number one guy would be Ray Allen. Right now, I think at the end of Clay Thompson's career, I think he'll pass Ray Allen. But for me right now, just just the big shots that Ray Allen's made in his career, like you guys said that when he was with the Miami Heat and he hit that one over uh, uh, against the Spurs to basically give him a championship. Um, for me, he's number one. My number two is going to be Clay Thompson. And then my number three would probably be Kyle Korver. Although I know I know he's not this guy's not much of a spot up shooter, but Carmelo Anthony like he could spot up like no other. Like I think he was one of the best to do it too. And not not just from the three point line, but from all over the floor and, and that's one player that um I think gets overlooked when you kind of talk about spot up shooting is Melo's one of the best to ever do it when it comes to shooting the basketball. Now everything else on the floor just get rid of him. But Spot up shooting for Carmelo Anthony, one of the best to ever do it. But my top three would probably be uh, Ray Allen, Clay Thompson, and then Kyle Korver is a, is a uh, close third. But according that's to my uprocks.com, what the top five spot shooters ever goes number one. I'm gonna say we can't Seth forget Curry, about Reggie number Miller. Number two, Ray Allen. Number three, Reggie Miller. Number four, Steve Kerr. And number five, Kyle Korver. And Steve Nash, yeah, Terry Bird, Clay Thompson, and Dirk. I guess I'm looking more at shooting guards, though. Like, I'm not looking at a point guard. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, yeah, Steph's a great a, a great spot-up shooter, but I don't know. And Melo's not a shooting guard, but... I think Steph I just, is just... Steph Curry's the best shooter ever, but... If I'm looking for a spot-up shooter, like someone I can just kick it to and shoot it, I think I'd take Thompson over Curry. But if I want someone who's going to shoot it off the dribble or kind of create his own space, then obviously I'll go Curry. But Because yeah, right. uh, Curry, 100%, like, best shooter of all time. Like, this, it's not even close. And uh, going back to Melo, you were talking about Melo shooting. This is a this is a stat that's kind of, like, doesn't mean anything nowadays, uh, especially in today's NBA, which is why Melo's starting to fall off. But Melo's mid-range, that's money every time. If Melo gets open in the mid-range, it's going in 100% of the time, I swear. This dude had, like, the nastiest mid-range I think I've ever seen. Him and Dirk. Dirk's got a nice fadeaway mid. Yeah, he does. Kobe. Kobe was good mid-range, too. 
for the most part. Do you think... So I tweeted this out earlier, like a while ago, after seeing a play from uh, Donkic. What is it? Luka? Doncic? Don- Say it one more time. Donchich. Donchich. So Luca, I saw him like do drive and he did like a fadeaway while driving mid range. Tell me Luca is not like the product like James Harden and Dirk combined. Oh, that that that's why I say Luca is the perfect match for uh Dallas. And I mean he is just he's a young Dirk. And he's a learning more athletic Dirk. And he's learning from Dirk, like he could not have been in a better position. Like I think if he would have went to Atlanta, he would not be as good as he is now. No. No, I, I think Trey Young did, belongs in Atlanta, to be honest with you. But How's Trey Young doing? Me. I haven't even keeping track on him. Is he doing all right this season? Like, he'll pop off for like 25, 26 every once in a while, but he hasn't been anything. Um, so he's kind of like he's kind of like a Westbrook Curry. Just has like kind of. has some big games every now and then, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I mean, basically, I mean, that team's horrible. Yeah, the Hawks are pretty bad. Pretty, pretty he, bad. He's averaging, he's averaging 16 a game. <clears throat> I mean, that might be a good spot for Trey Young to be, though. Just kind of a team that he gets to be the man on right away. Right. Which, I mean, he's going to grow, too. He's going to grow, too. So it's only up mm-hmm. for, him, for Trey Young, but he is only shooting 40%. So. So, anyways, guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back. <laughs> We got another little funny subject to talk about. What not to say at a funeral. We'll be right back here on the Full Swing Podcast. I'm doing research. I got some funny things to to say in this. I don't have anything, but I'm just going to try to go off the top of my dome. And then we'll have Landon Thoughts after that. Landon Thoughts. All right, you guys ready? Yep. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome back, guys, to the Full Swing Podcast. Got another funny little bit here for you guys, and we were talking about this before we went live tonight. What not to say at a funeral? Noah, I know you had a lot of uh a lot of thoughts about this. So I'm gonna uh, let you so I, I'm gonna let you I was looking out. through what people all said and I, I narrowed down my top three. And number three is Oh my god, he moved. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> then, uh, oh my god <laughs> uh where is it where is it oh yeah hey this is the first time grandpa's been sniffing 20 years <laughs> bro grandma would be pissed and then my number one my number one is uh well you're officially single um so what are you doing Friday night <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I guess I got a good one. Man, I don't know. We were looking up some. Let me see if I can find some now. I I haven't been looking them up. I just been yeah. I mean, I kind of just think of them up, but yeah. There's another one. It's like I'll trade you the clock I inherited for the golf clubs you inherited. (laughs) Oh my god, that was horrible. That's funny. All right, Noah, I got some for you. Okay. So you know how I get weddings? Yeah. Uh, all the old people come up to you and they're like, "Hey, you you might be yeah. next." I've been uh you uh you might have to start saying the same thing to them at funerals and uh see how they would react. 
<laughs> bro, I'd be so, mm, but uh, or like you're sitting next to like the widow, the widow, or the how how would you say that? Like, is it still a widow if it's a man? If if it's the guy that's still alive and the wife died, is it still yeah, a widow? No, he's um, he, um. Isn't it widowed? It might for what for a guy? Yeah, I think it's widowed. You call your maybe it's called something different for a guy. Widower. Anyway, widower. Just imagine like you're sitting next to him, like they're crying or whatever, and you like you like kind of scoot over and kind of whisper in there and be like, "Hey, do you think he left that uh, five hundred bucks in the will? Because I'm gonna need that now. I'm gonna need that now." <laughs> I mean, dude, how Here's pissed would you be? If what? If they promised you five hundred dollars and didn't give you five hundred dollars? No, like you're the one that's crying because your spouse just died, and like their best friend comes over and goes, "Hey, do you think he left that five hundred dollars in his uh, will? Because I'm gonna need that now. I'm gonna need that. Or what if they went up that. to him and they're like, "I'm sure we'll all be laughing about this in no time, <laughs> Bruh. Was it? I just found some right now. Um, so like you walk up there, like, hey, can you do like a quick like? Was it eulogy yeah. when you talk at the funeral? Yeah. yeah. You walk up there, and it's like if it was for someone that you know who died of a drug overdose, oh, and you just walk up there, and you just lay down a piece of paper and go, you know, Frank died doing what he loved. You guys. Oh my god. <laughs> Adam, do you want to put an itch in your ear? Is that your dog? Wow. It is my dog. <laughs> What's your dog's name? That's funny. That's Beethoven right there. What? That's, his name's Beethoven. Beethoven? Dang. Yeah. Bro, just is he a St. Bernard? Uh no. And he can't be named Beethoven. <laughs> no, it's because when he was uh when he was a baby, he doesn't look like it anymore because his fur grew out. But when he was a baby, he looked like a super small St. Bernard. Really? So we called him Beethoven. Okay. He doesn't look like oh, it yeah, anymore. I get you. Oh man. You guys ready yeah. to move on to the to the Landon yeah. thoughts? What? Here's Landon's thoughts. First time being on the podcast, pretty excited, but uh I kinda have a weird brain. I just think of random stuff and I complain about it or I just make stuff up sometimes. And uh these guys were like, yo, you should do a subject about your rants or what your thoughts are. And I was like, Yeah. I'll scream at a mic for a little bit. Scream at a mic. So I have like six of them. I'll probably just keep it to one per podcast because I get really into these sometimes. First, though, these guys voted and they wanted to hear my rant about Sweatcoin. I don't know if you guys have ever heard about Sweatcoin, but I had it for a little bit. This is the whoever invented it is smart. They're they're smart people, but like, don't. Uh, there's so many ads. Like I can, I know why there's so many ads. They probably make so much money off this. I had it for a little bit, and it's all like the, they, they're all like, "Oh, you can make so much money from just walking." No, you can't. You can't make any money at all from walking. I got the app, and I was looking over at the thing. You earn sweat coins. It's like you earn like one sweat coin for like five kilometers or something, some weird like that. Um. And you can only track you outside, which I didn't know. So I work at a place where I walk around a lot. 
And I was like, oh, I'll just have this going nonstop. Well, one, it drains your phone battery immensely. My phone was dead in like two hours because of this thing. And two, if you're inside, it like GPS tracks you walking around. So if you're inside, like it doesn't get any of that. You just got, you just walked around and killed your phone for no reason. And the prizes, like one of the prizes, like a $100 Nike gift card. But I did the math. In order for you to get this gift card, you'd have to walk like 25 kilometers every day for like two years straight. So all they do is they just feed you ads and they make money and you'd get nothing. But you kill your phone battery and walk around for a while. So don't get sweat coin. It's the worst thing ever. Every time I see an advertisement, I want to break my computer in half. And that was Landon's thoughts. That's going to wrap it up. God, my name's coming wrap up sweat coin right edition. now. <laughs> that is going to wrap it up for this edition <laughs> of the Full Swing Podcast. Make sure you guys go download sweat coin. Try it out yourselves. Dustin, please. For myself, Dustin Swordsome alongside Noah Wilcox, Hello. Luke Jacobson, and Landon Scheffler saying good night, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're at, and uh, goodbye. We'll see you next time. Love you guys. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. <laughs>